Hey guys, this is Matt. Uh, it's just me today. Travis is is not down here, I don't think, unless he pops out from a corner, which would be terrifying because he's huge. Um, but this time around, uh, I want to do something a little different. Usually we have some long-form conversation. We have these these conversations that are unscripted, that are meant to form us, sort of discipleship-type conversations, every day addressing the what it looks like to follow Jesus. And occasionally, as you know, we get to have people on that, that we love and respect and, and want to talk to about their walk with Jesus, what's going on in their life, just introduce them to you or, or uh, bring you to know more about them. But I, w- I want to try something a little different. A few weeks ago... I went on Apple Podcasts and I typed in the name Sinclair Ferguson. If you don't know who Sinclair Ferguson is, he is a Scottish preacher. If I'm being really honest with you, I kind of just wanted to hear his voice because he's got this awesome accent. But Sinclair Ferguson has a podcast uh, online and it is called Things Unseen and he does a little bit of devotional uh, messages like once once a day. So he'll put out a five minute devotional and and something that he said was pretty arresting for me, and I just want to pass it along and, and maybe just use this as a platform for us to spend some time slowing down, coming before Jesus, asking some difficult questions, and just prayerfully uh, sitting at his feet. So Sinclair Ferguson was sharing this story of John Newton. John Newton was an English hymn writer. He wrote Amazing Grace. He's the guy who discipled William Wilberforce, who is the, the man who, who lobbied and was in Parliament. In England in the 19th century, you actually uh, fought to stop the slave trade. And um, John Newton was was a famously eloquent and uh, good, I guess is the best word I can use, uh, letter writer. And one of the one of the letters that that Sinclair Ferguson was looking at and was just passing along uh, included John Newton asking the question, why is it that the smallest thing on us, the smallest issue, is the most obvious? So he used a couple illustrations that really stuck with me. He says, when you're wearing a a white shirt or a brand new tie and you get a little mustard on it, why is that the first thing that people notice? If I went and spent $40,000 on a brand new car and somebody came and keyed it and then I showed it to you, the first thing that you would notice is that key mark. Or if you're wearing a, a, a new dress, a white dress, and you step in the mud and it gets kind of the, the, the bottom part gets, gets muddy, why is it that we would notice that first? And so the challenge that, that he put out, which really just stuck in my heart and that I want to I press and impress into your hearts and your minds if you're listening to this, is what is that thing in our witness as Christians? If you call yourself a disciple, a follower of Jesus, one who wants to be and has felt called, uh, a la 2 Corinthians as an ambassador for Christ, what is that thing that maybe you are not so aware of? That thing that as you are trying to confess Jesus as the way, the truth, the life, the one who has redeemed you from the pit, the person who has gone as God and saved you and offered you a new life, what is that thing or things that like a mustard seed on a brand new white shirt, a scratch on a brand new car or dirt and mud flung up on a dress, what is that thing that distracts from the grace that God has bestowed upon you? I think it's such a fascinating question because 
it requires a little bit of self-awareness, which I think some of us are are unfortunately lacking in. We are afraid to ask others. So that's something that I just want to challenge you to do is to slow down and to look at your life and and honestly come before Jesus, give him thanks for the fact that he has died on your behalf. He has called you to follow him. He has called you to be an ambassador, to go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, to be his hands and his feet. But ask him, what is the thing, what are the things that are keeping people from seeing you in my life? Is it a selfishness as I approach others? When I communicate with friends, is it that I am constantly talking about myself? Is it an, an, an abrasive way of speaking? What would that be? And then I would just challenge you, as you are asking Jesus, I'm going to read a couple of verses from Psalm, from a couple of Psalms that really stick in my heart, but I also just want you to find a friend um, and ask them that question. Hey, what do you think is the thing that may be separating my witness towards others, my uh, explanation of who Jesus is from, um, excuse me, from uh, those that are listening and watching my life. So if you would, um, I'm going to read a couple passages, just a couple of verses. Psalm 19, the psalmist says, who can discern his errors? Acquit me of hidden faults. Also, keep back your servant from presumptuous sins. Let them not rule over me. Then I will be blameless, and I shall be acquitted of great transgression. He goes on to say, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Just even that sentence, it's verse 13 of Psalm 19. He says, keep back your servant from presumptuous sins. Let them not rule over me. And then one of my favorite passages, my favorite, one of my favorite Psalms, Psalm 139, the final verses, and I will end with this. The psalmist says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts and see if there be any hurtful way in me and lead me in the everlasting way. (music) 